Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with your host, Yolanda Marshall. Tune into various discussions about our beautiful culture, books, authors, recipes, and everything Caribbean. Your children will enjoy reading with Miles on Caribbean Storytime. mom do everything together. They go to the park, ride their bikes, practice yoga, and Elijah's favorite, share popcorn during movie nights. Elijah loves being with his mom, and he knows his mom loves being with him. So when mom introduces him to her new friend Jason, Elijah is excited. That is, until Jason starts to pop up too often. Elijah thinks two is a better number than three, and he feels the rumble of anger start to grow in his tummy. The anger grows bigger and bigger inside of him. Will it explode? How can he get all of his mom's time back? I am excited about having Julie Thompson on Caribbean Storytime. She's my sister, a fellow author, mother, and the embodiment of a strong black queen. Julie Thompson's first book, Timeless Love, addresses a child's need for assurance during common situations of family and social change. Um, Timeless Love is the first book of series Julie plans on creating, and I know she will have so much more to share with the world. Um, and this book addresses large issues, uh, marginalized and racialized uh, families experience. Here is more about Julie Thompson. Hello, hello. I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much to my fellow writer, uh, Somebody's become like a sister to me, uh, Yolanda. Just thank you so much for having me on your podcast and allowing me to share my story with your listeners, Timeless Love, and just share my journey and the why in terms of why I decided to write this story. So Timeless Love is a picture book and it is beautifully illustrated. And it tells a story about a little boy uh, named Elijah who lives with his mother and Elijah and his mom do everything together. And one day, um, his mother tells him that she would like to introduce Elijah to her new friend. And Elijah thinks this is great because when mom says new friend, of course, Elijah is thinking about his relationships with his friends and how much fun he has with his friends. So he thinks it's going to be similar to uh, the relationships that he has with his friends. So mom introduces Elijah to her new friend. And initially Elijah is excited and happy because they do stuff together. They have a barbecue together. Um, they play soccer together and they're spending time together. And Elijah feels really good about it. And his mother is, he can tell that his mother is happy with spending time with her new friend, whose name is Jason. But then... You know, Jason starts appearing 
are popping up all the time. So in Elijah's mind, it's not occasionally, it's all the time. And Jason starts taking time away, or, or Elijah feels that Jason is taking time away from the time that he spent, uh, that he was spending with his mother. And as time progresses, Elijah starts to wonder if his mother really cares about him and if she still loves him and how could she possibly still love him if she is spending all this time with uh, Jason, her new friend. So Elijah doesn't say anything. He just holds it up inside until one day it just explodes outside of him and he, you know, he breaks down crying and he shares his feelings with his mother And his mother responds to Elijah in a way that um, is supportive and loving. So I'm going to read you an excerpt from the story. So I'm not going to read, uh, uh, share the ending with you, but I will do that when I read this story. And I'm fairly new to writing. I've only been, whoops, I've only been writing for about two years now. And I remember as a child, uh, my mother used to read to me all the time. I remember lying in bed with her and reading um, like Dr. Zeus books or the little golden books. There was one book she used to read to me, uh, the little, what was it? The little caboose always came last. And um, I just recently read that story online. And I probably, she probably read that book to me about a hundred times. Um, but I loved it and I would follow along and I would read with her and I would all, we'd always read the last page together. And I think as a child, um, like there was magic taking place. There was that magic with introducing me to literature and reading and me falling in love with reading. And I do really enjoy reading to this date, but you know, that connection or that forming a ritual, nighttime ritual, a bedtime ritual with my mom, who just recently passed, but, you know, I have all those memories, I have all those, um, that fondness that I I continue to carry, and I remember when I had children, my oldest son is 20, and my youngest son is 10, and we, we would read to them, or I would read to them all the time, and when my mom used to read to me, I don't even think I ever noticed, but she never read me books with characters that looked like myself, like I was born in the 70s and you weren't getting books like that. Everybody in the book looked a certain way. All the boys looked a certain way. All the girls looked a certain way. Or I would read books about, you know, I was reading books about a train or reading books about fictional characters and Dr. Zeus, things that didn't exist. But I never read any literature or my mother never shared stories with me with characters that looked like me. So when I had my first son, I was mindful of that he was born in the like 2001 I believe yeah 2001 so I was more purposeful in terms of the books that I chose for him and even if the stories weren't great I would read them anyways because I was sharing literature with him and he was seeing himself on the page real life stories and I think it's so important for children to be able to see themselves in literature so fast forward to my second son who's born 10 years later I really was much more mindful in the books that I chose for him and the stories that I introduced to him and the stories that I read to him and you know 40 years later things have gotten better but they're still not as good as what they can be I think recently with um you know with the demonstrations that we've seen over the last couple of years 
there has been a real shift within publishing and just within media as well in terms of who are they, what are the stories they're publishing, um, what do the characters look like, whose stories are they telling, Who are, who's telling these stories, right? Um, are the people who are telling the stories, are they people who who reflect and look like those characters? So, you know, when I wrote this book, uh, Timeless Love, there was like, there was a process in writing this book. So it took probably two years because I write, I started to write and then I stopped for a couple of months and then I picked it up and then I started and then I stopped again. So from start to finish, it was about two years, but probably the last eight or nine months, I really focused on writing this book. But I wrote this book or I wanted to write this book because number one, it was something that I was going through in my personal life. And sometimes when we go through things in life, we always think that we're the only ones and we sometimes don't want to discuss our challenges, and especially coming from um, Caribbean background, my parents were both Caribbean. We were taught from a very young age that you do not leave this house and chat our business. We don't talk our business, so it's it's. I I think it's more challenging. Um, it was more challenging for me to kind of open up, but you know, over the years, I've done work to kind of. Um, kind of deal with that situation so I'm I'm I would say right now I'm a person who who talks about situations because if you don't talk about it things don't get better so I wrote this book because I was going through um, a similar situation that this little boy Elijah was going through and I wanted to find a book that I could read to my son so when I went to the bookstore um, and I spoke with the representative she didn't have any picture books that you could read to a young child so I decided to write the story And as I was writing, I was saying to myself, you know, there's billions of people in this world. So there is no way that I am the only person who's experiencing this. So if I'm experiencing this, there's thousands of other families out there that are experiencing it. So, you know, by me telling my story, my goal and my hope was to um, share my story with other individuals who maybe are going through similar things so that they can have this book or this platform to, it's not like you read this book and things are going to be better, but it's a book that you could read with your child or with um, a little person. And then there could be some type of dialogue. So we could start the conversation about feelings or how somebody's feeling um, and addressing the challenges. And the other reason I wanted to write this book is because um, I find that Mainstream media does not portray black parents as loving, caring, present, and attentive to their children. So I wanted to create a book in which, um, and it's, like I said, it's loosely based off of something similar that I was going through, in which you have a mother, a single parent, to a young boy, but a mother who's very present and very loving and very attentive and very aware of her child's needs. And this is, you know, these are not the stories that, the media likes to portray when it comes to, like I said, black mothers, black fathers, black boys, black girls. So I wanted to challenge, um, challenge those narratives. And I wanted to also, you know, it's so important for children to read stories where they can see themselves in that story. And the story is about family change, um, family composition. And we know that, you know, um, just, I guess by the makeup of our world that I don't know, I think it's like 50 or 60% of 
marriages end in divorce. So we have tons of blended families out there, right? And so how can, is this a story that they can read to the, to their children that can, when they're going through those situations to kind of address um, how those young people are feeling? So that's really why I wrote this story. And then as I started to write, I, I said, you know what? I really enjoy writing. I really like telling stories. I want to create stories that reflect the world that I live in, stories um that come from my perspective and stories in which my children um, can see themselves in. So that was kind of the journey that led me to writing. Um, and this is my first published book. It came out in 2019 and uh, I hope to have other things coming out very shortly. But I'm going to read you um, an excerpt from this book and or a couple of pages from this book and um, I hope you enjoy it. So I'm not gonna start at the beginning Maybe I'll start at the section where I discussed where little Elijah got upset because his mom's friend Jason was seen to be hanging around all the time. So, while I didn't realize that Jason would start showing up everywhere we went. When we go to the movies, Jason is there. When we go to a baseball game, Jason joins us. He even comes to my Auntie Alicia's house for my cousin Kaya's birthday party. Golly, I didn't even know Jason knew where my auntie lived. It feels like all the special moments I used to have with my mom are gone. I now have to share them with Jason, and I don't like it. And the next time I see Jason, I growl like a tiger. That night, mom lies down with me and she reads me a bedtime story. Then she puts the book down and she tells me a story about real life. The thing I like best is to spend time with you. But Jason is special to me, just as Auntie Jackie is special to Shaolin. I love them. I love the time we have together, Elijah. And I also enjoy hanging out with my friends. Sometimes I like to spend time with Jason. I want you and him to get to know each other, so you can both be special to each other, too. I don't understand. Mom wants to spend time with all these people, even Jason. But what about me? Does mom not love me as much as before? Am I not as special as her special friend? I want to tell mom how I am feeling, but I'm scared. I want to tell her not to spend time with Jason anymore. If she spends time with Jason, will she stop loving me? I don't like Jason. I say it in my head so mom cannot hear me. The next time I see him, I'm going to growl again. And I do. The next time he visits, I growl. When mom says it's time for bed, I hide under the table. I'm feeling something inside of me. I don't know how to explain it to mom. We used to do the dishes together, and now she's doing them with Jason. My insides feel sad, but I am angry, but I am too angry to let mom know, so I stay quiet. The quieter I am, the angrier I grow on the inside. One day, the anger gets so big, it explodes outside of me. My anger goes kaboom! just like dynamite. Mom takes three breaths. She bends down and looks me in the eyes. She asks me to take three breaths with her, but I can't. I try to speak, but no words come out. It looks like you're really upset. Do you think we should talk about it? After a while, I nod my head, but still no words come out, only gulps. I try to catch my breath. The tears keep running down my face. At first, tears were slow like rain. Now they're coming out like big dark storms. 
and the sounds I'm making are the thunder and I can't control them. The crying will not stop. I throw my arms around mom. I'm sorry, I say. Please don't stop loving me. I tell her everything. All the words pour out of me. Now that you have Jason, one day you won't spend time with me. and I'm afraid you'll stop loving me. Mom is still for a moment. She begins to rub my back ever so gently and slowly. There is no one or anything that could ever stop me from loving you, Elijah. That will never change. Mom asked me who my friends are. Well, I like playing with Caleb, Kaya, Devin, Lorenzo, and Matthew. What if you could only play with one of your friends? Would you like to play with Caleb all the time? I really like Caleb, but if I played with him all the time, I wouldn't get to spend time with my other friends who are also so much fun. Hmm. I don't think that would be good, I say. That is exactly how I feel, Mom says. Just like your playdates are different depending on who you're spending time with, my time with my friends are also different. The special love I hold in my heart for you and your brother will grow bigger and bigger as you both grow. My love will never stop growing. Even if Xavier and I stop growing, I ask her, even if you never grow another inch. I take a deep breath, let it out slowly. I feel like my tummy is smelling from the inside out. I feel happy. I get it now. Mom loves me with Mom's love for me will never stop growing no matter how much time she spends with her friends. Her love for me is big. Mom's love for me is timeless, I say with a smile. So that's just I guess the middle of the book to the end of the book. So as you see, you know, the little boy, Elijah, and in his mind, you know, as parents, because I'm a parent too, we kind of have an idea of, you know, we see things one thing and then our children interpret it that, interpret the exact same thing differently. Um, so we had a little boy who on one hand was happy because he was having fun with mom's new friend, but the other side of it was he was sad and he didn't have the feelings or the words to express how he was feeling. So it came out one day in this big explosion. And sometimes children, like they don't have those vocabulary. So sometimes we'll see changes in a behavior um, or how they're acting or something's changed, right? And this didn't happen to this little boy in this situation. He was kind of even keel until um, Jason said coming around more and then he kind of had that explosion but we see a mother who's very attentive very loving taking that time to explain a situation to uh, her son so my goal or my hope or my dream I turn I, I guess I would say in writing this book is that this can offer some type of comfort um, and aid to other individuals and when I write, whenever I create something, I always like go into it thinking it's bigger than me, right? There's a purpose for me writing and it's, it's not about me. It's about how can I help to like, I guess, heal the world sounds so corny, but how can I help just to, to make this world a better place? Because I think we are all brought into this world to do something. So finding our purpose like shining our light and uh, in this world. So I, for me, I know it's definitely shining my light is writing and creating stories that can help, um, that reflect the world in which I live in, reflect my children's world and w stories that can help 
heal and and bring love and um kindness to people around them so thank you again so much for listening Uh, my name is julie thompson if you want to find out more information about me you can always check out my my uh, website it's juliethompsonsbooks.com and then you can also check out my website for blogs and my up-and-coming books that are coming out as well as if you're interested in having me come and do an author reading you can get that information Uh, on my website. So thank you so much for your time. And I hope you enjoyed my story.